Welcome to Hello Salty Goodness, also known as If the Apocalypse Comes Beat Me. This is usually a weekly-ish podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and it still is today, but we're not talking about a single episode. We're talking about season three as a whole, another AKA, the season that never ended. So, uh, welcome. Welcome, everyone. My name's Kelly. I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Daniel. Say hello. We didn't actually leave any time to end. Oh, yeah, that's fine. You can just kind of... Through the last 10 oh, seconds. Oh, the thing that ended. Okay, yeah. that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Uh, hello. <laughs> Stacia, say hello. Hello. <laughs> hello there. Yeah, yeah. Great, great. Good time. I don't know how either of you feel, but uh, this took literally a year in real time, it feels like. I, I think we started recording, you know, just not to inside baseball, everybody listening, but I think we started recording season three at the beginning. End of summer last year, mm-hmm. and here we are, the middle of summer, just ending season three. Yeah, can you believe it? With these Gonna start season four, wacky scheduling pushbacks, huge breaks in between, just everything. It's uh, it's been a ride, and I think it's appropriate, you know, because it's our last year of high school, senior year's over. It's time to senior year feels like forever, you know. I, I mean, going I, off to college. Famously, I didn't didn't yeah. have a senior year, so I don't know. What but you're you did, about. you did this time. Mm. Yeah, this was my moment to vicariously have a senior year. Yeah. Through our and you did. Buffy friends. And it lasted for fucking ever. Again, I don't have a lot of experience with high school, but I can imagine that it's hell. You know, insert hell mouth joke here. I swear I am just trying to find my necklace. Well, did you try looking inside the sofa in hell? Uh, and we started in a really rough spot. Do you remember? Can you cast your minds back all the way to September of last year when we did what is probably one of the worst episodes for all of us, I think. Uh, Anne. Can you remember Anne? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Anne, Stacia, now that we're a, a year away from it? <laughs> so how come you came up with Anne? It's my middle name. What is there to say about Anne? <laughs> well, you don't have to say anything about Anne. Just remember, we were in a dark place. We started this year in Folkland. It's hard to remember that. that well, all the way back there. Wow, we were excited. I'm, I'm as excited for four. And I'm hoping it doesn't disappoint. But I was excited for three and immediately disappointed. Yeah. It's a, uh, I think that the season started really rough. Um, I mean, I love Faith and we get Faith very early and we can talk about Faith later. But I figured that. Oh, I feel like we're going to have to talk about it. <laughs> because, because it started at such a low point, it would be a good time to discuss our lowest episodes of the season. It's amazing to think that we started there in Folkland where we could have stayed. We could have stayed with that creepy guy and then we got mm. all the way to. Graduation where all of our friends were risking their lives. Who knew we could do Did that? You, do you want like a longer storyline with that guy who's also like the secretary of hell or whatever Ken? he is? I Ken, the, the guy who ran Family Home? Yeah. Definitely not a Did you cover want more first. time with him? <laughs> <laughs> like no one wanted more time with him. Everyone got a lot of time with him. It was the appropriate amount of time to stop. It was. I, uh, R.I.P. Ken. No. I mean, no one's R.I.P. Ken. <laughs> So to round out our, you know, terriblest episodes of the season, I'll go first. Uh, I've got Revelations next. Giles, worst KO of the season series, mm. maybe. But we weren't keeping track before. So Gwen Post and Revelations. Yes. Never to be uttered again. No. Until the very last episode of this last podcast. Of the whole series. And then we can maybe say those words and again. Maybe it's the winner. I mean, I don't know. I don't remember what happened I to mean, Giles. I mean, I think I was getting bludgeoned. Uh, amends coming in at number 20. Remember men's? Remember the terrible conversation that Joss Whedon was so proud of? Yeah, that's going to be my third lowest for the season. I can smell the sunrise long before it comes. 19, number 19, Dead Man's Party, which I remember so much more fondly 
then when we went to go rank it, and then I was like, no, this is true. This is what you deserved at Man's Party. But I just miss Devin. We didn't get enough Devin this season. And uh, he was featured prominently in Dead Man's Party. So R.I.P. Devin, for all we know. I think he shows up in we'll one more episode. We'll later. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, number 18, Beauty and the Beasts, which seems a little unfair now, but no. I, I, supp- I stand what's by a, What's coming? No, that's appropriate. Yeah, so that's... that's uh, so that rounds out your bottom five. My bottom five. Uh, Stacia, what do, you, what do you got? Um, Should I go from the worst to the least worst yeah. or the least yeah. worst to the worst worst? Ooh, wow. Well, that's on you. I don't know. Well, which way one. did you do it? I did uh, worst, worst to least worst. Okay, let's keep doing it in that order. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> that's how I have it too. Okay, all right. Uh, so my worst, worst episode of the of the season is it's Enemies. <laughs> Damn. Not a great <laughs> look for my girl. Oh, Enemies no. is terrible. Yeah, not great. Not great. Wow. So Enemies and then Dead Man's Party. Yeah. And choices mm-hmm. and then revelations yeah good okay some similarities here obviously yeah. i mean choices is my the zeppo making it into the honorary worst I know, I know. five <laughs> I knew it was close it was close the next one uh, choices <laughs> worst and second worst dead man's party third sorry to gingerbread oh Four. yeah that was one of my biggest uh it was actually it was a rise it was actually a plus and me. still the lowest wow. i mean it's a ridiculous episode i mean but it's fun i don't remember i'd have to go back in time to find out why Jane I, right? I know but yeah. it wasn't that good uh <laughs> and homecoming which was one of my biggest gainers and still uh, those. and still one of yeah. those yeah i mean you really hated homecoming the first mm-hmm. time you watched I know. this all those years ago and i think it's just you gotta keep you just gotta keep that in perspective yeah it's hard to i kind of feel weird after going through all of my things and seeing the ups and downs from my 2013 list i I realize that I'm, I'm like really loading up certain spots. You know, it's like in your mind, you're like, Oh, this is really good. I put this at 40. Well, I'll just put that at 40. You're not thinking about what's coming. Mm-hmm. So it's getting harder to do. And I'm afraid really good episodes are going to be like in the sixties and, yeah. and some middling ones are going to be in the forties. And that's, that's my like deepest fear. Are you, I like the quiet. That's why my uh, system is the best ranking system. I think we can all agree. I because mean, you it's do, scientific. Get, it is. And at the end of the day, like now, you can just look at all your 40s and be like, well, with the hindsight of all my time, mm-hmm. I could just easily, you know, it's like the worst case is you get five of mm-hmm. your 40s wrong. Oh, yeah. Right? I can do what it's I like want. The the Anytime there's a tiebreaker, I just pick what I want to pick. And it's really nice and convenient. Yours is terrible. <laughs> Mine is terrible. Mine is terrible like because Dark Age has ruined my ranking system in perpetuity. Yeah. You put one in there. You then it's you're stuck with it. And then mm-hmm. you can like right now in season four, you can start essentially start over. But there's no fixing wherever you start the new list from like everything above it or below it is like fucking stuck. Oh, yeah. And you can start really trying to work it. But. It's never gonna yeah, the perfect. Dark Age is going to end up being way higher than it should be. <laughs> and it's all because I was like, one time I was ranking things and I was like, what is Dark Age? I can't remember. It can't because, be that bad. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, until the very last episode of our podcast, uh, everything will be fine for me. Because when I have to do a master, my system's going to go to shit and we're all just going to know that season five is going to win. And like, that's the end of that. Wow. So, wow. We'll I, guess, I guess stop we'll listening see. to the podcast doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> If you're just here for the rankings, I guess we've already settled it. But what what happened this season? Why don't we do a little little mini recap? Uh, obviously, the big bad came to town, Mister Trick. Um, oh God, let's never forget he was a, a villain that c- could not be stopped. And uh, totally stopped. man, the way they blew him up 
uh, had to destroy the whole school to get rid of him. Oh, wait, yeah, that, that was not him. Mitch didn't matter at all. That's right. Yard. That's right. I forgot all about that. Anyway. We were doing a yarn. I get it. <laughs> I get it. He meant nothing at all. But no, we got a new Slayer. We got a new Slayer. That's a huge deal. Okay. All right. So we're in the talking about the lows. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like you want to talk about. The... I want to talk about my high. I know we're jumping around, but some other people's lows. Uh, and why Faith is one of the greatest characters on Buffy and uh, why she made this season fantastic and worth watching. Uh, I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> uh, I think it was good. So foils, right? The That is a character type right that's supposed to be the thing that is antithetical to our hero right that's what they're supposed to be like here are your virtues over here and this person plays off of that by doing pretty much the opposite kind of right they're like light and dark characters i think we needed that i mean the only other slayer we interacted with was kendra up until this point and she was also very different from buffy in that she was way more militant way more trained way more focused in control of her emotions and faith is the Total opposite direction uh, and also very different from Buffy. I think it was a good, a fun device and maybe an easy one. Like, what if Buffy was bad? And then we just made that into a person. Uh, It's bad. I'm bad. I'm a bad, bad, bad person. But I think it, I think it was effective. I, I know that people don't have a soft spot for faith that I do, I do. But I think, especially in my, uh, the one and a half minutes of graduation day part two that I went on about effusively and how that, Dream sequence all like, forgave all sins of me, uh, for the benefit of everyone else. Everyone's rolling their eyes at me as hard as they can. So uh, I think that that definitely does that not at all color her past actions for either of you. I mean, I know we talked about it in the moment and the answer is no, but I would like you to explain yourselves again on tape as to why that, that perfect moment of television uh, did not... <laughs> <laughs> did not change your hearts and minds to, to faith, right? Because she was, it was just, she was just an angry, confused kid. She was just trying to do her best. She got rejected by this group of new people who she thought she she's could a murderer. <laughs> she got rejected. She was nothing but so she killed people. I mean, no, that's the worst excuse ever. Like, it's not oh, justifiable man. for what she did. No, it's not. Yeah. She became a bloodthirsty demon. But as a human, oh my God, even worse. <laughs> you don't even have an excuse. She has like, her soul and she's still killing people. Absolutely. And well, she didn't care and she was not rejected by anybody. She she was. She was okay. not. She ran they, into a little bit of trouble and they turned on her. Okay? No, who rejected her? The adults. We've talked about that. They should fucking, right. she should be in school and she should have a house. Joyce should be held responsible. Somebody, Joyce is Giles, Giles should be held responsible. Absolutely. Watchers Council, 100% oh should God. be held responsible. Helpless. We actually interact with the council in a right. real way for the very first time. And Quentin Travers can fly his ass all the way over here to help betray Buffy, essentially. <laughs> and he can't get somebody to babysit Faith. She doesn't get any, any, you know. Any kind of a pass. Any redemption. She no, had a hard life not. before we even met her. Okay. No. But as Buffy would say. As Willow would say. You know, it didn't have to be this way. But you made your choice. I know you had a tough life. I know that some people think you had a lot of bad breaks. Well, boo-hoo. Poor you. You know, you had a lot more in your life than, than some people. I mean, you had friends like Buffy. Now you have no one. You were Slayer, and now you're nothing. You're just a big, selfish, worthless waste. You hurt me, I hurt you. I'm just a little more efficient. 
an earshot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just fuck you. Everybody's in pain. This is not how you deal with your problems. That's a, She should have told that to Faith. She should have. Could have saved Jonathan. old molester's life. If you let Jonathan die, you could have saved multiple people with Faith if you gave that speech before. Oh, right. DMAF yeah. would be alive. Mm, never forget. Yeah. So I wonder, so how do you feel about Faith coming back? Like, do you wish she would have stayed in that coma forever and ever and never heard from her again? Totes. <laughs> I mean, I wish she would have died. <laughs> Gosh, I mean, You're no I'm kind of with you. I, she's great on she's great on Angel, at least in my memory of it. The uh, episode where they switch bodies is mm-hmm. really the only good episode with Faith in it. Yeah. You, you what about season seven, Faith? I don't like her. Yeah. I don't think she adds anything, and she's, I think the only reason why they did it is try to show that she's redeemed somehow, which is so boring. But, but I, I'm not. I'm not opposed to her. I think. I think she just got kind of. She got done dirty by just what this was, and like I think that they kind of uh, like the circumstances liked, of her life and upbringing. No, they just liked. <laughs> they like. They like her, and she's great at times. She's really great at at at, at being faith. Like there is something there. Yeah, just, comic they book, work better. Book faith is probably the best, just because Absolutely. you get way more of her and you get mm-hmm. all the context. And she seems to be an adult that's trying to handle her problems and actually work right. through the world in a way where I feel like even Buffy doesn't later in the series and in the comics, where she's kind of removed from it and excusing her what would be terrible mm-hmm. amoral behavior, something that she would punish Faith for. While Faith's standing back there, like, "Whoa, this isn't right. Like, we can't just do this." So that's that's See, really and fun. A, and a crazy play. ass arc would be in the end. Fucking Faith over all redemption and Buffy taking that megalomaniacal turn and Mm -hmm. having the two looking at each other from the opposite sides to be like, what the fuck happened to both of us? Right. Yeah. That would be dope. Which is, that would have been amazing. uh, In season seven, there's like a a moment where Faith's like, wait, am I, am I the good slayer now? When they're like trying to kick Buffy out of the house, Mm -hmm. which is pretty great. Um, That was good stuff. I I, I mean, we, I could talk about Faith forever. No, we should stop. We can move on, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, Faith, MVP of the season. Easy, easy. Uh, And then just to kind of piggyback on that, the mayor. So let's talk about Bill. It's like the real big bad. Mr. Trick, he was a great little bad, I guess. Now we're talking about highs. Now we're talking about highs. Yeah. It's my high. I mean, the mayor's great. Oh, yeah. What a great high point. Well, good. I agree. I think the mayor is a, a wonderful multifaceted villain. He's different in that... Uh, as opposed to Faith, who is just like, I am bad. You can tell because I'm wearing black leather pants. I always love that the mayor is like, but I'm really just a guy from the family circus cartoon. And I'm so, I mean, obviously this is all very obvious, but uh, I don't know. I just, it's so endearing. I just think that, I mean, he, I guess he was bad. Well, I'd get set for some weeping if I were you. I'd get set for a world of pain. Misery loves company, young man. And I'm looking to share that with you and your whore. <laughs> Well, what would Toll House cookies be without the chocolate chips? A pretty darn big disappointment, I can tell you. <laughs> he did turn into a big snake and try to kill everybody, but we didn't even know he was going to turn into a big snake until the fucking eleventh hour. So, like, honestly, he could have just been misunderstood and confused, and then you know, turned into a snake, and that wasn't really his fault, was it? He was fine, and he was a nice father figure for Faith, you know. He what was is great. this apologist shit? <laughs> I don't know. It's like she's got a weird love for villains. No, or just this villain in particular. Thanks, sugar daddy. Now, Faith, I don't find that sort of thing amusing. I'm a family man. I think as far as the pantheon of Buffy villains go, at least in the, the show universe, he's he's up. That him and Gloria will always be my favorites. Uh, for as far as where we've been, where do you mm. think the mayor stacks up against 
I always forget, like to forget Angelus, but Angelus in, in the master, where would you, let's, let's do a quick ranking of those. Where would you put? How? Hmm. Like the ones we like the best? Yeah. Or the ones we thought were the most dangerous or like. Yeah. Well, give me villainous. it all. Give me, give me it all. Let me do a little character Dell on each of them. Mini, mini Dell. Okay. Uh, the mayor's my least favorite. Of the three so far. Of the three so far. And why? Um, I like I like the master because I think that he's a fun classic baddie. Like of Very course he has to. We have to have, yeah, that, and we have to have like a bad vampire right, who's yeah. like the super super bad vampire that she has to fight. And you know, again, I will say he's the only one of the big bad that actually kills her. I know it doesn't really right. matter. But he did. <laughs> you got to keep us humble. He I did. appreciate that. I mean, yeah, no, he like hypnotized her and she just <laughs> didn't mouth, even that's fight. All I think. It's, uh, <laughs> right, yeah. It just goes out of my mind. I mean, and it was a big deal for her to face that and to conquer him still. So I think that's really powerful. And Angelus is. That, this is right. This is, <laughs> this is right. This is. No, this is right. <laughs> because the mayor, there's like, it's so low on stake level. Like uh, yeah. facing it, the mayor or facing uh, Angelus and facing. Uh, yeah. And obviously facing Master. Angelus, it's like, it's probably oh, her hardest thing. Mm-hmm. She loves Angel. She keeps hoping he's going to come back to her. She has all, such a hard time reconciling like this man that could love her, could be stalking and terrorizing her, could kill her teacher and make everyone she loves feel unsafe and to then finally have to kill him to save the world is like unimaginable. So in comparison, the mayor is just like essentially a slightly more dangerous everyday bad guy that she faces. There isn't any personal stake in it for her. Really her bad guy is faith in the end. Like that's Mm. the one that she has to face that she struggles with. Like, do I kill faith so I can save? Angel is yeah. worth you kill it me, you be, become me. I mean, that's a is cool it worth thing it to yeah. be a murderer to save this person that I love. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. But in the end, yeah, the mayor is like, whatever. Yeah. Well, well, you look and at our wonderful points. Takes five seconds for her to kill him, too. Yeah, <laughs> she, run, she runs through the school and they blow it up. We're done. Well, that's why all the mayor stuff is, is cooler beyond the snake. Right. I mean, like, yeah. Everything was better when he was not. The snake. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yep. But then that's why you look at the finales. I mean, that's why Prophecy Girl and Becoming are so high for all of us. Do you agree Thank with uh, Stacia's assessment of yes, the villains? Yes, yeah. yes. And I think the mayor will probably go above Adam, right? If Adam mm. Adam's our bad guy next year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. the initiative, I guess, writ large. Yeah, right. Lois. And I guess that's the only context I'm thinking of it in is like, I enjoy the character of the mayor sure. so much, but you as get a villain. more time with him too. Yeah. And the show is better at writing itself. Like the master was pretty funny, had some good stuff, but he'd be pretty good over a 22 episode arc. Yeah. I think the so. mayor didn't show up every episode, but I don't know. I think we would have liked the, the master a lot more mm. if he had more time. Mm-hmm. The mayor. Or if he had been a villain, I mean, it wouldn't make sense for the sh- like overall arc of the show as Buffy gets stronger. Okay, it's a vampire kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But if he had been in later episodes, that is, like later seasons, that maybe the writing been more established, the characters a little mm-hmm. bit different. He could have been even more formidable and mm-hmm. like more more spooky, which is why it's cool when he comes back. I like. I, I think I'm gonna have like new fresh eyes for season season seven and kind of be way more amenable to the things that they to do the in the places they go. And well, I've been seeing him this time this year. That's right, immense. Never forget. The, no, it's the man. Oh wait, the, sorry. Are you sorry, talking the about, yeah, seeing I was the talking about the first. Was, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Seeing the master for the first again. You know, yeah, the season. That's was, right. Was yeah. shocking, and the master killing Buffy was shocking. Yeah, what a great it was moment. Fucking awesome. I know. Yeah. So the masters. Uh, like, you know what? You're you're totally right. And I, was, <laughs> I was just thinking that I loved the the character. I mean, the character is fun, but yeah. as far as big bads go. Yeah, I mean, I think Glory wins on both of those fronts, right? Because the stakes are so high. Mm. She's a hell of a god that's going to literally destroy the world, like rip it in two kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she's hilarious. And she's also crazy. Yeah, and she's crazy. <laughs> the best. So, okay. All right. 
I was wrong. I, I mean, I'm still right about Faith. I'm wrong about the mayor. <laughs> One battle at a time. <laughs> and once again, the gold medal in the being wrong event. Faith wasn't the only great thing about this season. There were a few other shining moments and characters that I'd like to discuss with you all. If, you, if you're down for that, the easy thing being we can just talk about our favorite episodes. What ended up being in the top five of five. So my lowest in my top five. So number five. Yeah, also known as number five was earshot i know we just did it because it ended up being after the season had ended but it was so good so funny so well written thanks Jeanette Spinson. uh number four the wish fantastic for obvious reasons and number three doppelgangland because those are you know those are the same you know i'm they are i'm, I'm kind of sad that i uh band candy didn't make it in i didn't i Whoa. can't believe that didn't happen mm-hmm. because number Two and number one are graduation day part two and part one in that order. Wow. So Yikes. I I'm surprised. Yeah, I really fucked this up. Because if you think about season three. Oh, I thought the math was in fact. Well, I guess the math was <laughs> <laughs> uh earshot really fucked it up in the end. I wanted it to be higher oh, yeah. because that was that was what is that what pushed me? Bump bank Andy. Yeah, that was number six. Wow. So I really could have just put graduation day part two below all that and saved myself a spot, but that's not we can't turn back time. You fucked up. I know. Sasha, what's your top five? Um, so number five is Lover's Walk. Mm. And then I Band know, Candy, Graduation Day Part One, Doppelgangland, and The Wish. Those are solid. Those are better. Yeah, that's solid. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable think, mention is Bad Girls. Yeah. <laughs> I think The Wish was my thing that got dropped out because it was just like Doppelgangland. Mm-hmm. So just like, I think it was right on the cusp. Uh, because I put Graduation Day One and Two together... Boom, number five. Graduation day one and two. Earshot number four. Doppelgangland number three. Band candy number two. The Zeppo number one. <laughs> oh, no. So Sometimes. that's my highest. The highest. No. The high, so of the ones we've watched so far, that one's the Zeppo ended up being the highest. Well, I guess this is the good spot for me to, we've had this a, a tradition for the pod, uh, the pluses and minuses. I have rankings that I did back in 2013, my original watch. Uh, nothing this year uh, accidentally equaled what I did before. Oh. I think we had a couple last year. Uh, but this year, I'll just do the plus and minus just to kind of go through um, really quickly. So these are ones that are gaining. So that that my 2013 ranking this this time around is better. So Doppelgangland is, is the, the lowest example. That was number 18 in 2013. It's now number 16. So that went up by two points. There's no other tiny amount. Everything else is enormous jumps. Mm. Uh, so then the other ones, uh, just going in order, 12 up from before, helpless, uh, from 78 to 66. Anne went from 117 to 103. Still shit. Wow. But 14 <laughs> points. Gingerbread was at 112 and went up to 96, a 16-point difference. Should have been higher. Beauty and the Beast was at 96. Is it 79 now? I, I don't repeat into your heart. <laughs> uh, talk about a low or a high. Can't tell. That's 17 along with consequences up from 105 to 88. So 70 point jump. Uh, 18 point jump for homecoming. 113 in 2013 to 95. Now bad girls was also 104 was where it was, you know, f- six years ago or whatever. 86. Now a 20 point jump for faith 
hope and trick 98 before 78 now it sounds like everybody at season three you're like this is good. oh yeah earshot <laughs> too 42 25 point jump to 17 Damn. because that was so much fun to watch oh my god but 42 it was so higher but your shot was at least higher than i thought it was i Hopefully, thought that was going to be it. in the next couple of seasons you have a bunch of episodes that drop well season seven is just going to be <laughs> whoops like, this whoops, is all we had left all, these episodes that are great are terrible <laughs> uh day man's party was the biggest of anything 35 point jump from 136. Oh my god, the second worst to 101. <laughs> <laughs> so then minus the ones that went down really quick. Uh prom went down by 1 point from 43 down to 44. So that's that's okay. rough for the prom. Band candy went from number 11 to number 12. So that's oh, another geez. 1 point. The Zeppo 3 point difference from number 5 to number 8. Tough, tough for the Zeppo. Uh, graduation day, one and two from 30 down to 37. So seven point difference. Revelations down 11 points, 79 to 90. The Wish, 17 points down. That's shocking. So hmm. 17 down to 34. I think it was that Dabo Gangland thing. It was like too close. Uh, Amends had an 18 point difference from 41 to 59. Enemies, 18 points different from 76 to 94. Lover's Walk, 37 to 57. 20 point difference. And then 22 for Choices, 106 down to 128. Mm. Choices sucks. <laughs> <laughs> choices is the, is the worst. The, I mean, it is the worst of the season. Choice is kind of a broad term for my situation. So choices that's pretty interesting. Fine. There's a couple that are kind of the same, but they're the ones you would predict. The mm-hmm. high ones. You know, the prom. Uh, well, not so much prom. Well, prom was pretty good. But Band Candy, Zeppo, Doppelgang, it's like you're just playing with like the top 20s. So Yeah, I think that if... You were to ask me what are the best episodes in season three. I think Stacia's list is most reflective of that. Um, and mine is not at all. Like, I, because it, it's easy, The Wish and Doppelgangland. I mean, I think The Wish is a stronger episode just because you spend the whole time in The Wish first, and that's more interesting a little bit. I mean, it's fun to have Bizarro Willow here in our world, but it was way, it was also for me more fun to be in a completely different world with our characters. And seeing Buffy die was just like fucking yeah. so cool. Um, I mean, that's, that's in mind, but then I like, just trying to think, like the Zeppo would be really up there for me. That definitely didn't make the list. A gingerbread was up there for me, and uh, obviously band candy, which like those just yeah. didn't make it in. And, uh, Earshot is one I always think about as well. I think the finales don't kind of count when you're casting your mind back and trying to think of the best episodes that you can recall from any particular season, just because it's like a given. It's like yeah, the finale is probably great, right? Like, but well, the, I'm, I'm surprised for to me check that out was the part of it. Did. Like the experiments for season three are going to be, are going to reach their zenith with four, with Hush, with Restless. Mm-hmm. Like, they're really trying a lot of ideas that they're going to then, like, really employ well and really, really great episodes. But, like, Band Candy, Zeppo, Doppelganger, and The Wish are, like, really cool. They stick to what they're trying to do. Earshot, you can even include as well with the hearing of the minds. Mm-hmm. They just follow it all the way through. They don't bother with B-plots. They don't bother with bullshit unless it's, like, the Zeppo where that's incredibly important. Right. It's, like, part of the whole thing. And they just do it well. They do what they set out to do well. And and the bad episodes are the ones that kind of just have multiple plots, just kind of whatever. Yeah, I think so we get a little less re- reliant on the monster of the week this season. I think we definitely focused a little more on our character development or at least had more single-mindedness where we're like, this is an important story. We want to tell this particular story in this episode versus... Although but a lot of people like... So a lot of people have a problem with season four um, because this is the last time I felt like all of our friends were together. And... It's easy when you're in the same physical building to do that. Like we're literally blowing up the location that we all came together, that we all did our studying for, for like researching demons as well as actually our school time. Like a lot of time was spent together in this building. And a big theme of the next episode or next season is 
where do we go from here? I know season six, you can hold your horses, but uh, it's, it's a tough feeling. And I think that's what the whole thing they were going for is like, what do you do after high school? Yeah, exactly. It's after high school and people don't like it because they're so used to this, this little insular friend group that we have, this thing that we've been doing for three years. I know that it seems like they've never left high school. It seems (laughs) like they're, well, you well, also lose a lot of characters that people like. Yeah. yeah true, true. What, what happened? Why don't you update us where we're at? Where we got a little in R- memoriam. Little R.I.P. Who do we lose this year? Not even just like, by death, but. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Cordelia, Cordelia goes, leaves, right? Angel goes. Angel leaves, yeah. Oh, yeah. True. Oz leaves quickly true. into the season. Well, these. Pro- this Which makes it feel like a totally not, different show. These too. are just screenshots that I was able to get. So. <laughs> oh, no. Lily and Ricky. So quick. Well, Lily's still Lily's alive, fine. but Ricky, Ricky, RIP, all Ricky the way R. back R. from Anne. RIP to Devin. Devin is still alive. <laughs> but yes, RIP in our hearts. We had good, good times. Oh, Scrapey Pete and I want to say Linda. What's her name? Sure. God, does anyone remember? Did they both die? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because right. he killed Linda. Which she's, her name's going to be Scrappy Pete killed Linda and then uh, Oz or Angel Angel killed Scrappy Pete strangled him oh, with yeah, his that's chains right. that's yeah. right mm-hmm. so R.I.P. to Scrappy Pete uh, her hair <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. to Sarah Michelle Gellar's beautiful I mean, hair it's so bad <laughs> it's jarring to Bangs. go through the list. we even had Bang Watch on there oh Gwen Post R.I.P. Yeah. great great look for her uh, d- a double whammy here Ooh. we've got the kids Hansel and Gretel from Gingerbread with their uh, chloroform uh, that they bought from Rite Aid or something, uh, and also <laughs> combined with the two, which like, never forget, they become this demon, the Hansel monster. and Gretel demon. Monster, yeah, is the name of that demon. Yep. And then put a hole in his head. R.I.P. to Amy in her human as form yeah. as a person. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, oh, counselor. Yeah. What the fuck was his name? The therapist that was also in Beauty and the Beasts. Sorry, man. Yeah, shouldn't have had to go out like that. And I don't oh. even remember your name. R.I.P. Henry Craylick, mm-hmm. who uh, was a crazy vampire best, from Helpless. Best shot. <laughs> oh. D-Map Deputy Mayor Alan Finch Forever in my heart He looms large Apparently Because I, I just like Could not Could not shut up about him You like family circus? I like Marmaduke Oh ugh, He's always on the furniture Unsanitary Nobody can tell Marmaduke What to do That's my kind of dog I like to read Kathy Oh Oh <laughs> Unnamed security guard Killed by <laughs> Ah! Gavrock. <laughs> I could have left off with email, but <laughs> no, Larry. Kept... Yeah, I man. Get, I didn't get a picture of Larry. So R.I.P. to Larry. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. to everyone. We discussed graduation. Yeah, day. pretty we did much. A okay. Yeah, I just didn't get a no screenshot. More. But no, uh, yeah, R.I.P. to the real MVP, Larry. I am gay. I heard you the first time. I can't believe it. It was almost easy. I never felt I could tell anyone. And then you. You of all people, you bring it out of me. It probably would have slipped out even if I wasn't here. Larry Bagby the third is the name of the actor, but I don't remember his name. Larry something in the show. Larry, you're amazing. Well, we missed, especially now with the context of earshot. Well, and then also RIP to all of our friends that we met in earshot. I mean, it's like we just met them yeah. and they're gone forever. Yeah. Okay. All those people that I don't remember the name of. Hogan Martin. Hogan Martin, for sure. Nancy Doyle. Uh, Freddie Iverson. There we go. Freddie Iverson, yeah. RIP to all of them. Dead forever. But I think that talking about where we're going, because all of our friends, we're going to hold them in their heart as we carry on. 
I think that, yeah, the people that we d- didn't die, but we did lose. Uh, I mean, Faith would just came into this season, but she's obviously, she was a big deal here and she's just gone off the radar. She will come back. But Cordelia, I think, is a huge loss. Um, a lot of people will argue that Anya was a cheap replacement for Cordelia, and I think that's fucking bullshit. I think they're two different characters played two completely different ways. Yeah. And I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. People have voted, like, they have the same kind thing. of, like, straightforward. straightforward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brashness. Forthrightness. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Angel. I mean, that's obviously a huge deal for Buffy and people that gave a shit about Buffy and Angel. I'm sure that was a huge blow. And that's part of that different feeling. It's like you've taken away part of our family. Not only are we, our characters missing, but uh, Giles is definitely put in a weird spot. Mm-hmm. Xander clearly spirals out and yeah. just doesn't know how to handle being a townie. Wesley, too. Yeah. Wesley, yeah, which he was a late addition, yeah, but Wesley. becomes a huge character in Angel. Um, I. How do you feel about... I know, Stacia, you're a little more partial to the earlier seasons than I am. Do you think that season four is a struggle because we're missing those characters? Or, like, why do you... What makes you fond about... Like, what? why are you fond of the earlier seasons? Is it because, like, the high school friend dynamic or, like... Um, so, <laughs> I was looking at my rankings and every episode of the third season is, like, middling. Like, there's, like, six episodes from the first and second season that are higher than the first episode of the third season. And then, like, nine episodes of the first and second seasons that are lower than the worst episode of the third season. Which is basically to say I feel like in the first few seasons, like, they, like, swing for it every time. And sometimes it's really bad. And other times it's really good. And the third season levels out in, like, a maybe negative way where it's, Mm -hmm. like, the highs aren't as high and the lows aren't as low. But, like, is it worth it? it. This is it. So, um, and I feel the same way about season four. Like, we lose a lot of characters that I really like. And I think it's always tough for TV shows to transition high school students to college students. Like, Sabrina did this and it was awkward. Mm -hmm. And I just, so I think it's, it's a hard hard place to go because you lose like you know you don't see Joyce as much you don't have that home environment you like essentially get a whole new scene you add in all the ex- these extra characters and you're kind of like well is this the same show yeah um, and then argument. the addition of the initiative and Adam being the worst villain makes it a lot harder because I don't care about military stuff I'm not into the guns thing Riley trying poisoning himself to try to keep up with Buffy is tedious so I struggle with that too <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I I think that I don't remember a lot of what you said. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to go down that road. Yeah, I I think that this I I think that the show does a good job of making you feel how off kilter everyone is. Like mm. everything's fucked up. Like Willow has to like go off by herself and she meets Tara. So everything works out in the end. So I'm glad that happened. But Buffy's like, Oh, I have this college boyfriend. I don't really know how to be friends with everybody more. We don't really have a place to hang out. Like what are we going to do? Fucking hang out at Giles's apartment. This is weird. He's wearing sweaters. What is happening? Yeah. And Xander has no idea what the fuck's going on. And like the him trying to, we spend so much time in his basement. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and he does become a huge place where they hang out. Oh, Giles? The, no, the basement. Oh, the base, yeah, well, because they have to smuggle mm-hmm. Spike, right? Like, they have mm-hmm. to keep him away from the initiative, and then the initiative chasing all of them, so they all have to hide. It's like, what is going on? But Absurd. It's nice to have it. It's nice to have three seasons of, of consistency like this. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, they're not at college for the whole time, right? I mean, no, Buffy so drops like, out maybe, like two years in season like, five. So Yeah, this is really the big college season. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to get you know one, and then we sort of move on from that. Yeah. Willow keeps going to school in the background yeah, but it's for not the, a thing. the whole time. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And that's fine. 
I, I, I'm looking forward to season four. Uh, I think we all want to watch Hush. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the next season. Uh, I hope to hear some hot takes, especially when we get to <laughs> great episodes like the one that I can't remember the name of because everyone just hates it. The Riley Buffy sex episode is all you need. Like, that's, that's just what it's called in perpetuity because no one can remember <laughs> the name of it. I mean, I hate it. Just. <laughs> The orgasm house episode. Oh. oh, yeah. There's also yeah. a scene where they're everybody's touching a wall at a party and they're all having orgasms. It's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess you remember that one. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, so stay tuned for that. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to shout yeah, out final, that you remember? Final thing. Uh, we can leave on some iconic images of season three. Oh, sure. This is a podcast-friendly segment, right? Yeah, uh, where we're at, looking at images, looking at images. But I, <laughs> I feel like it would be great for you to describe and paint a picture for the people. I'll do out my best. There. And these are the most iconic images of season three. To I'm leave so you excited. with, <laughs> some of them I'm are so actually excited. iconic. Yeah. <laughs> Your face, though. <laughs> okay, so this is Buffy with the. Um, the axe that has a really wacky name that I wrote down. Oh my God, I'm going to consult my notes actually for one second. I bet I can find it really fast. Whoa. Yeah. So this is a, a, a still frame of Buffy with the hung among doing the iconic look back that actually ends up in the trailer, the, the um, opening Basically. credits. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty great. Incredible. I, that's the best part of Anne that it literally is, is her with the, the hung among looking around like I fucking just killed all these hell demons mm-hmm. in the DVD warehouse. That's the only thing that makes Anne the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. And then, I like this one. Uh, I mean, I, we all hate Angel. I will say that. But I, I, this is Beauty and the Beast. I, him kneeling down and holding her. That was nice. Okay, so two mm-hmm. things about the image that are on the screen. This is at the end of Beauty and the Beast where right after Angel uh, strangles Scrappy Pete, Buffy is like, oh, shirtless. yeah, shirtless, uh, dirty ex-boyfriend. Uh, what are you doing? You're supposed to be in hell. And he just gets on his knees and says, Buffy, and holds her around the middle with his face basically in her crotch. But I do want to point out to you, Daniel. It's good stuff. Look at the jacket. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> that is a, a maroon leather jacket, wouldn't you, wouldn't you say? Next image. <laughs> Buffy and Cordelia at the very end of Homecoming, where they're giving out the Homecoming Queen Award. And for the first time ever, Devin, our boy, seeing the event for some reason, uh, we have a tie, Sunnydale High School. And then it's Rando A and Rando B, and Buffy and, and, and Cordelia are all just aside. dirty and yeah. disappointed. What would you know about it? Just because you were guacamole queen when you were three doesn't mean you understand how this works. Ah, band candy. <laughs> Joyce with her coat that was stolen by Ripper during the course of the episode is being confronted by Buffy right outside of the candy warehouse where she's like, Mom, stop. What are you doing? And then she hands handcuffs to Buffy because she needs something to tie up Ethan Rain with. But she also, she knows. The bomb beanie. I don't even remember what episode this is in, but you don't need to. You just need to know that Buffy has a... Revelations. Oh, oh, hey. Of course it's Revelations. In the episode of Revelations, Buffy's wearing a halter top and a beanie, a black beanie that just says the word bomb in gr- rhinestones. And we all that needed that. get cut from the air. <laughs> As it should have been. <laughs> Lover's Walk, the only episode that Spike is in, the scene where uh, Spike is heckling Buffy, basically. Or actually, Angel. This is Angel coming Angel's in the door. There, yeah. So Angel's coming in the door to save Joyce from Spike because he's on the loose and he's taunting but- Angel. But Angel can't get in. Because he's right. been de-invited. But Spike is in because Joyce is like, sure, come on. Come on in. <laughs> and uh, it's fantastic. Joyce and Spike forever, honestly. The master killing Buffy in the wish first. Oh, God. That, that scene, that slow-mo scene with the music and everything will still be one of the best I mean, moments. of the music. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Especially like Helpless. Yeah, yeah. The music's been fantastic. Your shot was fantastic, yeah. Now the Ma- Christophe Beck is really Christophe just Beck, paying go. off. Let's go. 
Oh, the many, many also from Polaroids. Helpless, the, all the Polaroids. Yeah. That's so good. It's, it's like straight out of a horror movie. It's perfect. One of my favorite shots of the whole That was a great scene. Yeah. yeah. Buffy walking into the 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 abandoned house, right, where Kralik mm-hmm. is. And there's just Polaroids of her mom everywhere. Polaroids mm-hmm. of mom. I mean, really, how much did that cost? So much money. So much money. He could have, like, fled town. <laughs> oh, Zeppo. Car guy. Zeppo. He's car guy now. Yeah, you just needed to put a picture of this from the Right <laughs> sunglasses, Xander in a car. Yeah. Uh, I tried to get the GIF uh, terrible. The GIF heard around so the world. No, I mean, the GIF is fine. Uh, the Buffy. No, this is bad. What's well, look, happening? Actually, look at Buffy's face. Look, or Buffy's face. Buffy's face looking at that guy. Just like, um, are yeah. we da- is it dancing? Yeah, so it's the, the scene, the dance scene from Bad Girls. Which we all, we all enjoyed. Which good. apparently everyone enjoys. Yeah. I mean, apparently it actually stays in the opening credits for a really long time really i might make it to the end yeah i skip over the credits so i don't know yeah that's a definitely iconic <laughs> well, i don't even what is that even from it's a consequences okay so it's just a shot of, of angel, angel lurking. lurking from consequences oh, this, Behind is when a phone booth. this is when he's investigating dmaf's murder and he's just <laughs> Like in the shadows, he's, looking at people do police he's work. He's full angel at this point. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's private that, angel. That's pretty much when he's shifted to like, okay, we have angel, angel investigation. Yeah. Character. Right now, he's thinking, I gotta print up business cards. Absolutely, yep. Absolutely. I could do this for money. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Willow in doppelgangerland, being her just outside the Brahms with like a goon, but she's she in all her cool guys fingers and that was like enough oh yeah because this is actual evil willow um mm-hmm. that yeah who do you work for <laughs> i wouldn't have gotten that she would have had to break like both my arms <laughs> i don't understand can I you ask like a you direct question i don't know <laughs> oh the mayor what is that from enemies. oh enemies so this is when we discovered that more like exact same guy like exact same <laughs> guy the mayor's been alive for hundreds of well at least a hundred years and is impossible he's being an imposter of himself he's masquerading as his own grandson as mayor richard wilkins the third right <laughs> mission impossible buffy from choices where she's stealing the box of cat rock through an elaborate rigging system that fails immediately instead of just being lowered down gently by a regular rope <laughs> or just jumping down because she's a superhero <laughs> Ah, uh, Buffy on fire. This is uh, a dream that she's having from the beginning of prom, right? Yeah, she's like asleep on something, and she imagines her and Angel getting married at a wedding, and they step out into the sunlight, and plot twist, Angel doesn't catch on fire, but she does. Ah! Iconic. The one and only scene, I think, of Willow on a bicycle in Graduation Day Part 1 with a little banana seat, and a little, it's, it's pretty great. I mean, this is... We, as you mentioned, Allah. Like, oh yeah, it's like fun alternative rock yeah. music. Uh, but it's the Xander, the Xander skateboard from mm-hmm. all the way back in episode one, and the greatest shot of all time. <laughs> upside, fully upside down stunt woman Buffy uh, in earshot. Where do you think they did that? Where do I think they did that? No, how do you think they did that? Oh, I definitely think it's a rigging, right? So like, there's got to be some oh, so situation. That's like real though, that's like outside someone's like rigged up. Oh yeah, like, I okay. for 100. Yeah, I don't think that's. You don't think they CG'd? I mean, that's, the, I mean, because we've seen their CG and it's terrible. That's not bad. I mean, they that seems the, like a physical body, but. Yeah, they went through the trouble of having the stunt woman do, like muscle up there to begin with. So I feel like they would have just, but maybe not. I don't I mean, know. How could you? That seems impossible. But that the way that they show that, I guess they could have just made it movie magic. They could have just put like a terracotta tiling on the, mm-hmm. underneath her when she's doing it. So I don't know. But she's definitely in some kind of apparatus doing that. And then honorable. Oh, mission. the yearbook photos. And homecoming. 
yeah, the, the that's so good. Of their shots. Of all their, yeah, yearbook photos. Oz, pretty great. Unreadable. And Willow, upset. I mean, Willow, so sad. She well, because they waited too long to take the picture. She's like, oh. "Are you gonna take it?" And then yeah. Xander. Xander's a like goon, a and Cordelia's <laughs> adorable. And Cordelia's adorable. And Buffy, uh, not picture. We need to save Buffy from Hansel and Gretel. Now, let's be clear. The brain damage happened before I hit you. So moving on for next season, clearly things are going to have to change a little bit because Joyce is actually not in next season very much. I think she's only in three episodes, maybe. So I don't think it's very fair to the rest of our episodes, nor my scientific integrity, if I keep Joyce is a Terrible Mom as a category. So that's going to have to be replaced by something. TBD, if somebody gets at us, oh yeah, because we're a real cool. podcast, you can find us at Beat Me Pod everywhere, Twitter, Tumblr. I don't know, places. So get at us or you can write us an old fashioned email. Then just beat me pod at Gmail. Send us a letter. Yeah. If, if you need some lower, longer correspondence, I'm not giving you an address of any kind, but you, you can figure That's it out. Sunnydale. One, two, three, Sunnydale. Some ideas and some categories, some ranking categories, because uh, I'm going to have to replace that one and I'll probably replace Giles' level of Giles. Well, although I did want to bring that, open that up to the group. So Giles clearly still in the show, but part of Giles' level of Giles is that he wears tweed and three-piece suits and is generally stuffy, but now we're going to get light, laid back alcoholic kind of Giles. Love it. That's Giles' level of Giles. I mean, I guess the, that the category's just changed, and when, when he's the more laid back sweater-wearing Giles Everyone is now. has to grow up in season four. I know. That's true. All right, well, so maybe we'll keep that. Like, he needs a little you bit of a Lothario. He's got his little girlfriend comes little, over. Yeah, his lady yeah. friend. Olivia, yeah. How is he still not Giles, though? He, I mean, that's like inherently... He's maybe him. more Giles than ever, actually, right? Because right? he can so, like loosen up. And he's still on the show. Which True. Joyce is not going to be so much on the show, and then right. Joyce is not going to be alive. Right, so that's that does happen too. Yeah. yeah, so we'll see. TBD on the Giles thing, but uh, clearly we're going to have to get rid of the um, other category that I already forgotten. Joyce, Joyce, Joyce—that's the one. <laughs> I've already forgot. She's uh, not a mom. She's not. And then our watches. Clearly, we'll keep streets ahead. We can keep doing the book thing too, because I think that's nice. We'll build our Buffy library. Yeah, but you know I mean, At we can keep the Giles KO. I think that's relevant. Giles KO for the season. We'll restart. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. And then uh, the only one that comes off the top of my head is uh, Forrest is gay for Riley because Amen. that's through the whole season. So that'll be relevant. I yeah. think um, every look I will, I, this is going to be documented. I'm gonna, every single <laughs> stare, every look, every single thing will be. Oh, in, in that same vein, because it's so initiative heavy, we can do, does Graham have any value? Like, does Graham actually say anything that helps move the plot or the scene or anything? Mm. Does anything Graham says have any weight or bearing on any situation? Mm. So that'll be good. I don't know who Graham is. He's the one that isn't Forrest. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. There's three of them. Yeah, there's Riley. Riley's boyfriend, Forrest. And then Graham, who's just in the background. It's like a white dude with a crew cut. Yeah. I thought that was Riley. I think the answer for that watch is already no. (laughs) But I love the idea of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we just got to redo them all. Mm -hmm. I think get rid of the easy ones. Well, I guess the Xander button down tank top will stay. Well, no, no, that's not going to stay. That won't stay. Button down tank top does not stay because we move into uh, more sweaters. No, that's not. uh, Well, yeah, actually, that does start a little bit next season because in Pangs, he's digging up the. Pangs is a great episode, too. Man, beginning season four is great. So we'll have to. We'll we'll get. We'll we'll shock you. Mm -hmm. We'll shock the world. But please give us any ideas that that you might have out there. Um, Yeah, that's another one. I think that's it. I mean, this was... I'm, I'm sad to see season three go, but I'm ready to go to college. Is anyone else intimidated? Because I'm just expecting thin slips of paper with the words no way written in crayon. They're typing those now. Oh. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you soon. October 5th, October 5th for uh, the one that's... 
The Freshman. Oh, my God. <laughs> See you October 5th for The Freshman. Until then, thank you so much for listening. Bye. You guys say goodbye. I forgot to tell you to say goodbye. Bye. Oh, my God. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Bye. Oh, you said final words. Bye. <laughs> I'm trying to do what's right here. Okay, I'm trying to think with my head instead of my heart. Heart? You have a heart? It isn't even beating. <laughs>